Come on, everybody, it's the inside trip. So crack a high life and take a sip on that T-I-T. Get up and scream, and you can spell it backwards. You know what I mean. Your boy Brando in the house tonight. Gonna lay it down smooth and keep it tight. When Ben Watson gets on the mic, you better get ready because he brings the hype. It's about that time you already know that nasty trip, this nasty flow. The inside trip that is the show. Don't wind up on your back, bro. Oh, what's up, wrestling fans? We are back. Dare I say, finally, it's the Inside Trip Wrestling Podcast coming at you with episode number 107. You might have thought that we've fallen off the face of the planet the last few weeks, and to be honest with you, we probably almost did. Yeah. Our apologies. We were supposed to get back into a into a root, regular root rotation, but life just keeps getting in the flipping way. I mean, we even had one planned. And we were going to rock it, and then just life get in the way. Oh, we were going to have, we were going to do a, a big Christmas celebratory podcast oh, last oh, Monday. Oh. Um, unfortunately, um, I, Brandon Olinger, wrecked my car the night before. Yeah. And it was not good. So, yeah. um, as I said, my name's Brandon Olinger. Join with me as always. One of my dearest friends, the best podcasting partner you could think of, the one, the only, Ben, the Law Watson. What up, what up, what up? You know what's up? I'll tell you what's up, everyone. Oh, what up? Today is my boy, the law, Ben Watson's birthday. Hey. Turning a ripe 36. 36. Oh, man, I'm an old man. So, anyone who's listening to this podcast, after you get done listening, or while you're listening to it, why don't you give Ben a little shout out on the old tweet feed, uh, send him some happy birthday wishes. We had a we had a nice little gathering at your house last night. That was fun. It was very nice. My wife had a baked a, potato bar. Yeah, my wife threw a, a nice little gathering. She had a baked potato bar with all the fixings you could ask for. Um, she's just a sweetheart. Oh you know, man, so. we had a great time. I love 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 drinking with your parents, especially <laughs> your mom. My mom is a lunatic. If anybody uh, wants to know where I get my personality from. Uh, my mom is about two times as 100%. wild as I am. Ben, two times as wild. Look, Ben, you you get it honestly. You get it from your mom. I'm going to give you guys a little sneak peek last night. So, Oh, no. My, my wife and I were having a conversation with Ben's mom, dear old mom, and his dad, who is like the total opposite all right, of his mom. Me. It's kind of like uh, Ben and his wife, you know, except it's it, the, the roles are reversed with uh, Ben's yeah. dad and mom. I don't know where you're going with this, but I like it. And uh, we're talking about, you know, I, I went bald. Ben started going bald. Oh, shit. His dad went bald. And Ben's mom literally looks at me and she goes, you know, Ed tells me all the time how, how he lost his hair. And I, I was like, yeah, how'd, how'd he lose his hair? And she's like, from all them circles he was turning under the sheets. Oh, my God. <laughs> gross. And ben was totally grossed out. Gross, Mom. And I high-fived her. I, I we know. totally high-fived. Yeah, that's the problem is that everybody just – she's like me. If you get me going, like it's hard to stop, especially if other people are starting to react and have a good time based on it. So you get her rolling. You get her freaking going like you guys do every time we drink with her. And then she just starts making these crazy jokes. Unfortunately, if it wasn't my mom, I think it would be the hilarious, most hilarious thing ever. But it's my mom. It's, so so to, to me, it is the most like, hilarious <laughs> thing ever. What else did she say that you got so offended about? Don't even worry about it. I can't remember. She was talking about some short skirt she was going to wear. All right. 
I love your mom. She's the best. She's the best. Anyways. All right. Anyways. Um, so listen, it's the Inside Trip Wrestling Podcast. I guess we will uh, use this podcast to be our annual holiday celebratory podcast. Um, suffering from a little bit of holiday hangover, but getting ready to roll into New Year's Eve. Uh, Ben's leaving us tomorrow, going on a New Year's Eve trip, so we're sneaking this podcast in today. Yeah. And to celebrate this podcast, we were provided a special gift from one of our longtime listeners, one of our good buds that we've gotten to meet through through wrestling. He's a participant in this year's Fantasy Wrestling League. Oh, Justin, and I'm going to say it wrong, Kasanko, Kasanko. Just like we just call him Jay Kaz. Jay Kaz. So Jay Kaz, He's the man. He is the man. So, you know, in our in our intro song, we got that little uh, uh, Miller High Life, crack a, crack a Miller High, High Life, Life and take, take a, a sip. sip. On so, that TIT, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So our boy sent us from Pennsylvania two giant Miller High Life champagne bottles. Because it is the champagne of beer. That's right. These and, are champagne bottles. Oh, these. Full of High Life. Look. This shit's classy just like us. And I'm slurping this thing down like a big old freaking milkshake. Yeah, you are. Yeah, you are. Mm. So anyway, Justin, thank you so much, man. That was awfully kind of you. Uh, irregardless of the shit you wrote on the box you melted in about Ohio say? State, I got to bring it in and read oh, it to dear. you. <laughs> He's a Penn State fan. But. That just goes to show you that we can cross party lines. No, what it goes to show you is that he was willing to break laws melling alcohol to us. Don't admit it. He's a Buckeye fan. You're a Buckeye fan, dude. You're an Ohio State fan. Hell yeah, he is. You're an Ohio State fan. All right. So anyway, episode number 107. All Ooh. right. Find us out there on Twitter at the Inside Trip One. Send us an email, theinsidetrip one at gmail.com. We got that Facebook page. We got an Instagram. Uh, the podcast looks SoundCloud, Apple Podcast. <laughs> Apple Podcast, Google Play, Stitcher, Spreaker, the Podbean. Ooh, well done, my man. We might get on that Spotify. All right, we'll talk about it. Yeah. Let's talk about it. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. So, look, we've been off the mic for a while. Hey, we got a couple of reviews. I got to read them. Oh, that's right. Okay, here we go. Time. We only got two. Ah, go ahead and read them. I got to read As Ben them. promised, he would read all reviews. I, I think we even got one that threw some shade, right? Oh, yeah. No, yeah, this one. So, we'll get to that one last. Um, Tuna, Tuna Mitchell. So, hold on. Before you read these. A quick, a quick story. I told my wife what you did, all right? Because I never, I always forget to go out and read these. And uh, Ben always fills me in on them. And so I told my wife what you were doing. I was like, so I went out and I looked at some of them. And I was like, babe, I got to read these to you. Listen to this. So I'm reading some of them too. And I'm like, so you see, I'm somebody. We're somebody. Well, yeah, we, yeah. We actually, you need to listen we anymore. We make a difference in our people's lives. She fucking rolled her eyes and turned around and walked away. <laughs> yeah, she gives two shits like no, my wife. Right. But it's funny because But your mom loves it. The nice yeah, the nicest the, the the people nicest to us are Penn State fans. Isn't that funny? Well, they like uh the self defecation. Yeah, self deprecation. <laughs> no, I'm gonna call it self defecation. So so Tuna Mitchell wrote, Love listening to you guys. Penn State fan here. You guys are nuts. Totally enjoying hearing from hearing the inside trip info on Tan Tom's Columbus crew. To hell with the FCC curse at free will. Adds flavor and makes it all seem genuine. Going forward, I would love more frequent episodes. Cheers while tapping frosty mugs. I want to uh, party with that guy. Mitchell from Jersey. So, hey, cheers while tas- cheers. Well, tasting frosty mugs, baby. And Mitchell, che- I want to party with Mitchell you. Mitchell from Jersey. We're going to hang at some point, and we're going to 
Yeah, we're going to hang at some point. I was going to say we're going to bang at some point, too, but I meant like that and like a hanging and okay, banging. Okay, just stop. Not like that. Just yeah. stop. Mitchell was hard. Hey, dog. but Mitchell, I got to tell you, man, we get a lot of freaking hate mail about the cussing. Most of them are guys from Pennsylvania, by the way. Yeah, we try to we try to keep it PG-13. No, I mean, can we do like – can we do like uh, – like, like, NC-17? Yeah. Let's do <laughs> Oh, yeah. Next one's from, uh, d- didn't leave a name, and he's good because I'm about to mess this dude up. DV101415. Whoever <laughs> this is, hold on, whoever I, this is, please this hit us up and tell us who language. you are. <laughs> so great all-around coverage. Great, fun, informative podcast with a sharp, knowledgeable, and funny host. And also Ben Watson. <laughs> you son of a bitch. I love it. I love it. Whoever you are, find us. Tell me who you are. I'm going to buy you a beer if you're at NCAAs. Oh, man, that's funny. But I'm going to use Ben Watson's credit card. <laughs> so, yeah. So that's it. Um, we, did our, we did our season of giving in terms of reading those. I don't think we'll probably do that much more unless we get a really raunchy one or, like, not raunchy, but, you know, a really bad one. Or a really, really bad one, one, yeah. Yeah, just leave us a review, and you know what? We might read it on here. I, I, we do get hate, hate mail through email, so maybe I can read one of those. Yeah. Hate, 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 hate. Play his ball. Oh, by the way, I got a uh, – we need, like, the, the, the guy on, like, Pardon the Interruption that at the end of the show corrects us on shit. You know what I'm talking? Remember that? Oh, yeah. The stat guy? Yeah. Um, my apologies. I don't know why I've had this stuck in my head. Last episode, I think for the second time, I referred to Alex Thompson from Nebraska and Max Thompson from UNI as brothers. They are not brothers. They just happen to be two guys from the state of Iowa with the same fucking last name. So close enough. They're probably close. Second cousins. I'm pretty sure they're cousins. If they're, they're second from cousins. Kentucky, they were definitely, they were de- they're probably definitely siblings. Anyways. <laughs> No, okay. We get so. What's been up with you? We get stuff wrong. We do, we do. Oh yeah, we do. What's been up with me? And I'm tired. Listen, we do not say Stevenson when we say Gable. It's, I, we do. Sometimes. It's our accent. It's you. Stevenson. I say Stevenson. I say Stevenson. 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 All right. It's our accents. All right. What's Midwest. Been up with me? You know, been on that golf trip. Played uh, 128 holes in four days. Had a great time with my brother. But you know, typically when the golf trip is over, and now it's like all right, 100 percent focus on wrestling. So now it's it was a great great season of golf. Um, played some amazing different courses, had a hell of a time, but now it's wrestling, baby. What's been up with you? Dude, just trying to get through the holidays. I will tell you, I had the chance um, to take an absolutely amazingly fun trip back up to the Ironman. Yeah. Unfortunately, you were not there with me this this year. And I got to tell you, dude, it's just not the same traveling without you. I'm going to be so bummed at NCAAs this year that you're not going to be there. No. But with that said, bunked up with one of our best dudes, Earl Smith from the Open Mat. Had a wonderful time at the Ironman, covering it with him, hanging out with him. Um, also hung out with Willie Saylor a little bit. Oh, dude, it was the three of us sitting in a row, uh, having a great time, uh, going out afterwards, pounding fucking, hey. sorry, pounding drinks, and uh, just having an all-around good time. Dude, Willie. What's going on with Willie? I, I, time out. Let me preface this with this. Me, of all people, and I'm not saying you haven't, but I have been a Willie Saylor, like, fan like i because people love him or hate this dude right based on his personalities you either love him or hate him i've been on the side where i like the dude i thought he was cool i thought he was really good for the sport for a long time you i think you always really liked him too but a lot of people don't you know don't really don't really get along with him so give me give me a glimpse of what's it like hanging out with old willie sailor uh i mean for for one right off the top of my head dude his twitter persona and his in person persona is completely different. In person, dude, it's such a cool guy, really nice dude. Knows like his drink? stuff. Knows his stuff. Loves to throw down some uh, 
uh, some drinks. I mean, we and him had a great time. I had a $120 bar tab all on tequila I like that, that night. It was great. I like uh, him already. He was sipping bourbons. Um, one of the things I noticed, though, is like the amount of respect that these high-level high school kids, the the top the coaches of the top teams in the country from from at the high school level and also all of the all of the big time college coaches that were at the ironman they all spent lots of time talk, talking to Willie. You can tell they have so much respect for him. I mean, it was like they were family or, or boys or brothers. Um, I was really impressed by that. I mean, dude knows his stuff. I, I, I tell you what, man. After then, I was like, look, I got to hang with this guy more. And it just so happens that Willie will be staying in the Airbnb with us at NCAA. Nice, so I'm nice. pumped. It would be a good time. And Earl, too. <clears throat> well, at some point I'll meet this dude and, and we'll throw down some beers. Um I, I'll ask you offline for any of the scoop that he gave you based about going with the going to comments of like why he left the flow and stuff. That's, no, he, that's not something he, that I. He wanna, didn't say anything. Honestly, yeah, he was very professional. Yeah, he's very professional. He said he's got an attorney, letting the attorney handle it. That's Good. it. Good. So flow suing him. Well, you know, yeah. I don't know. whatever. Yeah, uh, I don't know if this is time or place to get into that. I have I have my opinions. I'm sure you have yours. I'll be Switzerland on this episode. Yeah, me too. Moving on. Me too. Um, so a lot of wrestling action we mixed. <laughs> a lot of wrestling action we've missed. Um, but the Iron Man was great. A lot of great action. Yeah. Um, anybody anybody in particular that you just saw and was like, wow, that dude's going to be like probably an All-American as a true or redshirt freshman? I mean, you know the, the usual sp- suspects that were out there. There was some guys that are ranked very highly in the country at the high school level right now that I walked away with not super impressed. Um, the heavier Mastro Giovanni from uh, Blair being one of them. Okay. And I don't know if he was injured or battling something. Both him and his brother have committed to Oklahoma State. They're right. going there. Um, I think he is at one or two in the country. I don't know. Is Braxton Amos um, there? Uh, I believe Braxton Amos was there. Yeah. I believe so. But I, I just... And that's one of the things that I wanted to talk to Willie more about is to get his opinion on how he sees some of these high-level kids, highly ranked kids, transitioning to the D1 level. Um, there were some guys that looked great. I'll tell you right now, Patty Gallagher looked good. Oh, yeah. And I'm, yeah. I, I'm saying that, you know, Ohio State fan, he's committed sure. to Ohio State. But he looked really, really <clears throat> he won good. He wanted, didn't he? I was impressed. Yeah, yeah he yeah. did win that. Um, and there was a few other guys that looked real good as well. But... It's high school. I can't keep track of all of them. Yeah, it's hard to keep track of those names. I get it. We're not we're not a high school podcast. We enjoy watching high level high school wrestling, but beyond that, it's hard to do that. Right. But you know what we do watch a little bit of, and what I got to catch a, a lot of, if you want to go to it, is uh, uh, the senior nationals. And that's interesting that you know you have a huge, huge, um, uh, upper level tournament happening in the middle of the uh, collegiate season. It's freestyle. And this is kind of one of the reasons why we've seen so many people taking these Olympic red shirts and we've seen these types of um, abbreviated schedules for some of these individuals where you don't see them wrestling the whole time is because of this uh, senior national tournament. And it did not disappoint. I thought that there were some amazing weight classes. I, I, I don't disagree with you, man. And it just, again, we've said it multiple times since the season started. This this collegiate season is just weird. Um, and this, you know, a tournament like this midseason just – I don't know. It just really makes it all more intriguing. Um, I'm really you know, curious to get your opinion on, on what you saw from a wrestling perspective. I was able to catch some of it. Um, and then, let, but we got to talk about how, I how this tournament is going to impact some of these guys that are in, red sh- in, in Olympic red shirt trying to qualify for the Olympic trials, but, but maybe not 
didn't do that this right. weekend. So, yeah, so to kind of give any give some people a recap, there was the Bill Farrell a couple weeks ago. You had to be the highest uh, – you had to either be a champ or the highest returning placer that hasn't already qualified a spot. That qualifies you for the Olympic trials. If not, the 2019 Senior Nationals, which was uh, – this uh, last weekend, um, if you finish top five, so you can't do the semi-slide. If you finish top five, you qualify for the Olympic trials. Then there's a last chance qualifier, which is in between NCAAs and the Olympic uh, trials, and uh, you've got to be top two to qualify there at the last chance. They do have a true second. And also, if you win the NCAAs, you qualify, and then obviously the guys, uh, previous medalists and stuff qualify. So um, this was one of the – the biggest – this is going to bring along the biggest cohort of qualifiers uh, to, the, to the Olympic trials based on the senior nationals. And that's why you saw such a, um, a, 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 such a depth at a lot of weight classes. And, I mean, none other than uh, 57 kilograms. I tell you what, this weight class was absolutely insane. If you, if you just look at the quarterfinals, uh, Nathan Tomasello and Frank Pirelli, Nashawn Garrett, Alan Waters, Spencer Lee, Darian Cruz, Vito Ruggiero, and Nick Suriano, that is just a crazy quarterfinal. And – the biggest talk going into the week, the weekend was, oh, Lee Suriano, what's going to happen? And Victor Rujal says, hold on now. I got a, a world silver medalist, a junior world silver, silver medalist, and he ended up beating Suriano 2-2 criteria, taking him down to the end. It's crazy. He knocked, I could not believe he knocked Suriano out. He played a real tactical freestyle game. And um, it, Go ahead. No, I just – there was – a lot of storylines in this weight class, man. Um, I think the biggest one was the fact that you, you have Spencer Lee returning to freestyle. It's been okay. a little while since he since he wrestled free, freestyle. What's he, a three-time age group world champ, right? One cadet, two juniors? Yep. Um, at, what, what was it, 50 kilograms? Yeah, do you, hear the, do you hear the Russians call him Mini Sajulayev? Mini Sajulayev. And, it, dude, it's like he hadn't missed a beat. I mean, he looked really good this weekend. Oh, he, or that he weekend, looked, not this weekend, that weekend. And... Where do you pencil him in right now as far as the favorites at 57 kilograms, knowing we still have guys like Seth Gross, Gilman, Fix? He's he's the best. You think he's the best? The best, and I don't know if it's that close. Really? I don't. Know. I mean, I, I, I don't, don't know even. What to say. I don't even know if I want to disagree granted, with you. We didn't. Granted, we didn't see him. I don't want to do recency bias or anything right. like that. But I mean, well, Gross just looked really good. I mean, so it's not like I'm forgetting about Seth Gross. But this is two day weigh ins, hot dog. That's right. You know, Gross is a fucking beanpole. Oh, he was he, huge. He looks like ET's neck. When 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 you um look at him, I mean, he's so skinny. Like in terms of like you know his ability to cut, Spencer Lee's comfortable at this weight class. Um, Nashawn Garrett, another guy that, like, you know, cutting a lot of weight. Suriano might be cutting a little bit of weight. Spencer Lee fits perfectly in this weight class. Gilman, the cut, never seems to have phased him. But I'm going to take – the thing is, there's going to be a lot of landmines for Gross to have to navigate while he's recovering. Okay? It's not like he's going to have to face Spencer – he might actually have to face Spencer Lee early morning off the second day cut. That would not be good for Gross. You know what I mean? It wouldn't be good for he's him. He's going to get – oh, he's going to get dumped to his back, and he's going to get – Worked up, I'm thinking. I, I just – maybe it's recency bias. Maybe it's the fact that – Right, uh, right. You know, unfortunately, yep. I didn't get to see him wrestle Suriano. But you know what? That's the way the cards play. Vito Rujal was better than Suriano at freestyle at this match. And that doesn't surprise me because Suriano's not a huge freestyler. Um, but Suriano and Gross had a battle look at, at, Sp- at Bo Farrell. Uh, and look at Spencer Lee's path. I mean, outside of his first two matches that he won both, you know, 10 nothing, 10 nothing. you know, then he goes out, 
He then beats Darian Cruz 10 to nothing. Darian Cruz is champ. no slouch. You know, then he dominates Arujao. 14 to 4. Dominates him before meeting a hot Tomasello who was looking good in this tournament in the Tomasello finals. Tomasello looked just as good as anybody. Right. And as anybody. And, 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 and an 8-2 went an 8-2 went over Tomasello in that Domination. match. I mean, Spencer Lee dominated this bracket. Absolute domination. Now, granted, we didn't see him against Spencer, against Soriano, but... It, it, I'll tell you what, the way Nathan Tomasello was wrestling, Nathan Tomasello truly was the second best guy in this, in this weight class. Um, you know, I, I, Nathan Tomasello beat Nashawn Garrett 13-2, to and it, didn't, it wasn't even that close. His go-behinds, he keeps on adding things to his arsenal. People were, a lot of people, if you, listen, if you were listening to the, um, you know, the pundits that announce these matches and stuff, they're like talking about his go-behind like he's had it all his life. He was never that dominant in short offense. He was good, but he was never elite dominant in short offense. Dude, he was a, he was a lefty high crotch guy right. and then developed a single. Right. He was dominant in short offense in, in this tournament. Um, I think he still lacks the parterre, the top game. <clears throat> sure. To really, yeah, he's got no yeah. – He has a gut. Which is where a guy like Spencer Lee can really right. rack up points. So he did gut Nashawn Garrett a good bit. But, yeah, against like he didn't have anything against Spencer Lee. And Nashawn is – Nashawn's just unfortunately, he's a tweener. You know, he's not a 65-kilogram guy. He's not a 57-kilogram guy. When he was a 61-kilogram guy, he qualified. He yeah. just got hurt. Um, but he looked great. Nathan Tomasello, looked, I, would, I would have put him over uh, Arujao and Soriano probably. Um, and, and, and I think that shows in, ter- in the fact that Nathan Tomasello's the only guy that leaded in tech. But Lee, he was getting in on single legs. He was getting in on his outside, head outside, like high crotches. And that's dangerous typically in freestyle. Right. Because, you know, you, you got the ability to get tipped, crotch lift. Right. Um, but he was able to finish it with precision, the type of precision that, that only, you know, that only experts can do. And then he also, when the dump was there, he would find it. Because people would try to, you know, people are scouting for that carry. Um, so he he would hit him with some other things, but when the dump was there, he would find it. He, he's got this man strength on top. He's got such a high wrestling IQ too. He understands where yeah. he's at in all positions. Um, I like him to be. I, our I like draft. him to be our favorite right now, and we've talked about that in the past. Past in the past, we we've been waiting for him to get back into freestyle. So um, I like him to be our favorite right now. He's proven that he can win on the big stage on the international level. You know, at least at the age group level, but. It's not going to be easy. I mean, he's the, the Olympic trials at 57 kilograms this year is going to be really entertaining to watch. Oh, it's going to be a blast. You throw in Gross and Gilman and um, and um, Fix. Whew. It's going to get interesting. So Is Gilman qualified? Gilman's not qualified, so maybe he's not. Is he? I don't know. I don't know. I don't even want to get it. I, yeah. I don't know. Oh, um, so I hardly ever get on the message boards. I jumped on one day at work out of boredom, and uh, you see old Kentucky Mudflap getting the Iowa fans riled oh, up saying Kentucky that mudflap. saying something like Tom Brand said if uh, Spencer Lee, you know, d- you know, won this weight class or something that he would allow him to not wrestle collegiately this year and focus on the Olympics. I don't I think Spencer Lee it. wants to do that. I ain't buying it. Well, he already wrestled again. Yeah, and he's in wrestling he, the Midlands he, right now. Yeah, literally in in 15 minutes he's about to wrestle in the quarterfinals. Yeah, so we should probably turn that on. And they're not they're <laughs> not going to give up a chance for a team title this year. Not no. at all. All right. In fact, people are talking about pulling Ironman's shirt. I'm not sure he's going to be eligible, hot dog. Who, Ironman? Yeah. He graduated. Yeah, fucking graduation, smatuation. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm dropping too much. Yeah, you are. 65 kilograms. Let's move on. Dude, this weight class got shook up. I want to talk about Ironman. All right, let's talk about Ironman. Because you picked me up in our fantasy league. He ain't coming out. Why not? He ain't coming out because then he's done. He can't wrestle next year. He's got one year left. 
okay? Um, if he wants to wrestle in the Olympic trials, he's got to qualify, all right? He, last chance. You can do last chance, but there's going to be a lot of guys there at last chance. Not that many. Not that many, huh? No, a lot of them qualify via this tournament. Well, all right. I just don't want you to win. Okay, okay, okay stop. Let's move on. But I think, it, okay, we're at 65 kilograms. That's Ironman's weight, right? Yeah. Uh, that's Ironman's weight, okay. Um, he gets beat up by Nick Lee in this tournament. He doesn't do well in this tournament. Jeez. He obviously doesn't qualify. So... You're telling me that if they don't pull his Ollie shirt, assuming he's eligible at Iowa second half, and drop him in, you, you can put him at 149, he'll be the favorite. Yeah. I, I mean, really. All right. All right. So, uh, he went to Iowa to train for post-collegiate. Finish up your collegiate career. Help Iowa win a team title. Get yourself a title. Qualify for the Olympic trials, my man. Yeah. Nick Lee was an animal. Dude, he beat the shit out of Joey Lazor. Uh, Laser? Blazer? <laughs> Blazer. Uh, <laughs> Laser. Hey, he beat the shit out of a lot of people. He beat the shit out of Frank Molinaro, too. It was funny when after, um, <laughs> did you see after, after um, Joey McKenna beat. Um, uh, you know he didn't look very good against Jordan Oliver, though. No. He, so Joey McKenna beat. Diakamahalas. Diakamahalas and uh, Jordan Oliver attacked Nick Lee. And um, so I post on t- the Twitter machine. I said, uh, Nick Lee didn't look quite as good as uh, McKenna did. And then all of these pets. Oh, God. We, yeah. And they go. You can't. They go, oh, yeah, McKenna's looking great now that he transferred. Blah, 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 this, blah, 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 that. And that, they literally all said that right before Miles Martin goes out and beats Derringer. And then Colin Moore goes out and beats um, Gadsden. And all I responded back was, because they said something like, oh, see, see what it does for you when you leave Columbus. Yeah. And I just um, wrote back. I was like, oh, really? Remind me again what McKenna did at U23s. While he was at Ohio State? He was a medalist. Silver, right? Yeah. I can't remember. Silver or bronze. So, get off it. Whatever. I thought that was funny. And, and, and I was not... I was throwing a little shade at Nick Lee only to poke the Penn State bear. Yeah, you were poking the bear. But not not Nick Lee. Nick Lee looks great. Nick, Look at look at, look at who Nick Lee beat. And, and, God, his pace is just outstanding. Yeah. He beat Laser, and then he goes out, and then... Um, or no, he before that, he beat um, Ironman 10 6 Beat 10-6. Shocking, shockingly to me. And then you know what? As most Penn State fans do, when they turn around to the backside, they tear it up. Um, and he beat uh, <laughs> Frank Molinaro, ten zero, and then he beat uh, and Yanni by default. But uh, he beat Molinaro ten zero. I mean, Jesus, Nick Lee had himself a tournament. How about McKenna over Diakama Hall? Yeah, let's go. let's talk about that. Let's go. That was a con- controversial match, baby. Talk to me about it. Okay, so uh, I mean, it was a battle all the way through. They, uh, the, all their matches have always been bad. Right, it was a battle all the way through. They, they both were scoring. NCAA finals was controversial. Yeah, that was two. It was. It was two. <laughs> well, this finally, Joey and Joey was pumped up when he won. Oh, he should be. He should be. So they were both scoring on each other. McKenna's just got this great single leg. You know, we've we've always known that he's got this great single leg. Just spilled champagne on me. It's all right. And um, he gets in on that like kind of sh- single at the end. And Yanni's got his shin whizzer in, as he always does, if he's not coming out front. McKenna kind of gets to his feet to alleviate the wizard or loosen that wizard up and goes around to the back hip. And right as time expires, McKenna's – and there's pictures of it. The, Yanni's calf and hand and hit, hit the mat. So he's got his calf and his hand on the mat. They call two. They review it too. And it took him down, he took him down at the end. Like, I mean, the match was over. Right. People, people thought this thing was – on ice. And let's not forget that Yanni Vidakamahal is, is an excellent freestyle wrestler. We forget that he had an amazing summer before he didn't, before he didn't um, qualify. He before, didn't, he before, before he lost to Zane in the wrestling. He lost to Zane. He was beating tons of people. 
he beat uh, this dude from Russia who was a, a world, world medalist. I think he beat two world medalists. Um, and McKenna to beat him, I think it's the first time he's beaten him, at least in a while. Um, and, and he looked great. I thought that McKenna had a shot over Oliver because the last time they wrestled it was like 5-3. But the the story of the tournament really is, is Jordan Oliver. I've never seen him he look put so on a good. show. He, I've never he really seen him so focused. That double leg he hit McKenna with in the first ten seconds of the match, McKenna literally did a backflip, like a back roll. It was crazy. I've never seen I've never seen Oliver be so powerful down at this weight class. We've seen him have some power up at hundred or excuse me at seventy kilograms, but at sixty five, it always seemed like it wasn't quite the weight for him. I think that he's really put in the time and the discipline and the effort to make that his weight class, to manage that weight class, to maintain that weight class. And if that's the case, he, I think he's the best. And okay. I think that he's better. I think he's he probably is better than Rutherford and Yanni. Okay. Um, I think you make really good points there, especially, uh, for one, this is probably the best we've ever seen Jordan Oliver look, at least me, and Same here. in a big tournament like this. Look, he went up against some of the best guys in the country, and he outscored his opponents 50 to nothing, okay? I mean, that that's amazing. That Be- is absolutely amazing. Beating good you know, guys. Like, Meredith, guys like Nick Meredith, Nick Lee McKinney. Yeah, I mean, that is absolutely amazing. Um um, he, I, I will agree that he is definitely one, one of the, the key players, one of the top three players to to, to win that spot and wrestle in the Olympics. Um I'm not ready to agree with you that he is the favorite because um, I'm not ready to believe that he can do this consistently because he hasn't shown it in the past, and I'm going to have That's to see fair. it. Um, I, I, I look, uh, he, he's at North Carolina now, right? He's North at North, Lackey, baby. Yeah, North Carolina RTC out there with uh, Coleman Scott and those guys. Tony Ramos. Um, I, I got to see more, and I got to see more consistency. And if I, I'll still stand by my my comments earlier um, this summer, um, you know, a few months ago, that I still think Yanni Diakamahalis is, is the best guy for us internationally at this weight ca- class. I th- think he can perform the best on the most consistent basis, assuming he can get past his foes, um, you know, his his inter- his uh, United States foes to actually make the team. Um, so I'm still going to Yanni's still my favorite right now. Um, but J.O. is definitely number two, number three in the mix right there. Obviously, you got to throw Zane as well. There's just so many people that can trip you up, too. Now, I don't know exactly who's qualified, but a guy like Evan Henderson has had a um, – I think he'll probably be out of last chance – has had a really nice senior-level showing um, before. There's, just a, there's a lot of people out there that can trip you up along the way if your weight's not right. Um, so the question is, are you one of the guys that can be tripped up? Um, the answer for Yanni is yes, because McKenna tripped him up. I don't consider him. I, I, I mean, I know McKenna was in Final X, and I know he's done really good. Of course. But I don't consider McKenna a player to make the world team. I think we're underestimating and undervaluing McKenna, though. Okay. Okay. I, I honestly think we do it, because I think he's been overshadowed by Rutherford, J.O., Yanni, all rightfully so. But he just went out and won a medal at U23s, okay? He's, he's shown that he competed at that level. And I think he what, won an age group medal, too, at junior level, maybe a, cadet he, level. He was a... I think he was a cadet silver, silver or something he, like he that. Missed weight as a junior, right? I think. Um, do I think that he's going to beat Yanni consistently? No, I don't. I think if they wrestle ten times, Yanni's probably going to win seven to nine of those. Yeah. Okay. But uh, I'm not. I'm not so much. I think McKenna's fine against Yanni but, so much. I'm worried about McKenna against a bear like Rutherford or uh, a, a quick, a quick, real tactician like Jordan Oliver. One thing that McKenna, I believe, has 
shown the ability to do, though, throughout his career is perform better against the guy the second time he wrestles them, okay? So I think he's gonna, he'll learn from this stuff. I don't think he's a favorite, um, uh, but I do I, w- I would consider him a player in this. The players to me in this weight class is Yanni, J.O., Rutherford, and McKenna. To me, those are the players. You don't like Molinero? Not, not what I saw of him here, right? I like Molinero, but... The weight class. Molin- it's the they weight class, and, and honestly, you know... Look, what, what do I always say, man? Father Time's undefeated. He, he goes out there, he gives it his all. I just don't he think that he. Me I don't think he can put four or five consistent matches in a row against high level guys to make the team. I, at this point, I don't. And I love Molinero. Let me tell you, tell you else, player here, hot dog, Nick Lee. He's I, a player. I disagree. Oh, I disagree. He's a player. I, I don't. I don't agree. All right. All right. So while we're on this though, so what do you do if you're Ironman? So, I, I was waiting for. The, you're like, what do you do? No, so so what do you do if you're Ironman in Iowa? Do you take a chance to qualify at one of the, like the last chance qualifier? The last chance will probably be easier than 141 to win. Oh, I I, I no, I think you put him in at 49 in college. Lugo's there, bro. Lugo ain't winning a title. Yeah, but Max Murin is no, no, he's gonna go 41. 41 is the best chance he has to win a title, right? No, I say 49. He's big. And he's getting bigger. Yeah, he's, I'd he, say 49. He's 33 at one point, though. <laughs> yeah, and we saw him tap out against Tomasello. Well, and Tomasello then, made a lot of people look bad in college. He did, he people did. People tend to forget But that. so what do you do, though? What do you do? What do you do if you're Iowa you and you're Ironman? You pull him. You pull him. Oh, you're damn right you pull you him. You absolutely pull him. You pull him and you go out there and win. And while we're on this at 57, what do you do about Nick Suriano if you're Rutgers? You trade him to me. What do you do about Nick Suriano if you're Rutgers? Do you no, Nick, pull him Nick, second Nick, half? Nick, he stays You in. think he stays in Ollie's shirt? Yeah, Rutgers, Rutgers isn't chasing a title. Rutgers isn't chasing anything. And it but he's got to qualify. It would behoove Nick Suriano. Nick Suriano has qualified. Oh, he did? Yeah, he, he took fourth. Oh, okay, okay, okay. All right. All right, well, I stand corrected then. Thank you. All yeah. right, next weight class, man. But, that, but that's why some people might think, now that he's qualified, why not just go? Well, I think the— but I mean, the thing is, though, the Olympic trials are literally two weeks after right. the NCAA tournament, and those are two gr- grueling turn- turn- tournaments. It's it's not adv- advantageous for guys to wrestle them back to back, especially depending on what weight he goes. You you could potentially be wrestling Seabass, Spencer Lee, those types of guys, you know, and then having to see him in two weeks. You, you mean know? in college? Yeah, Seabass is at thirty three, and he's staying there. But I'm, I'm saying, you know, gross. On weight, depending on what weight you're going. Yeah. You know, Seabass, Santo. Yeah. Anyway, um, right. next weight. No, I think no, I I think that let's put some finality to that question because it was it was a really good question. Okay, um, I think you pull him because yes, it'd be great to have him for next year. Who are they losing? Kemmerer. So we're talking about Ironman. Yeah, you know, so, well, let's talk about Iowa. Who are okay, they let's talk about Iowa. Um, so next year they're going to lose Kemmerer, well, right? But he's and probably le- going to get a um, uh, medical. So let's not hold on. Let's let's look at this in a different perspective. Let's not worry about who they're they losing. They probably win it this year That's without what I'm him and then win it next year with him. They're not guaranteed this year, okay? I, 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 I still can't pencil them in as the guaranteed champ. They are the favorite right now. shoulders that popped out. They are the favorite right now, all right? Do you go all in to get that title? Because, listen, next year's never guaranteed, man. Ironman may get hurt. Well, Cameron may get hurt. I hope this next year is guaranteed. Cause you, you know what I'm talking about, bro. Now. If you're Iowa... Do you go all in, try to win a title? You, you, know, you, you pull definitely him. go you all pull in and try to win a title. Think but about Lugo's that. Lugo's a senior. Lugo's a senior. So he fits. It doesn't make sense. to. Well, I think that what you look at, you do is you've got to look at your lineup. You've got to look at it versus Penn State. Do you got the points to do it this year and next year? Do you got the points to do it back-to-back? Because if, if you 
if you got the points to do it this year, but you need a few more next year, you keep them in the Olympic red shirt. I don't think they have the points to guarantee them as their lineup stands right now this year because they still have a lot of question marks. 41 is a question mark. I'm sorry, Lugo has gotten on the podium once in three years, and what was it, 7th, 8th? 7th, 8th? All right, he's he's no guarantee to make the podium this year either. All right, 57, Caleb Young's doing it looking good. Marinelli's looking good. Kimmer's looking good. 84, they still haven't figured it out. Kimmer ain't wrestling Midlands. Jacob Warner. Has been inconsistent at ninety seven. Yeah, he's like All right. went out and majored Brucky and then lost to somebody else. And then you've got a, a freshman heavyweight who's doing great, but he's a freshman. Look at the last big time freshman heavyweights we've seen yeah. outside of a guy like Gable. You know, remember uh Adam Coon. Yeah. Mason Paris last year. Well, you know what? That's it why happens. that's why we don't get paid the big bucks and they do. For wrestling. I say you pull him. Yeah, I think and you probably it, do too. I say you let him wrestle forty nine so he doesn't have to go through a grueling weight cut well, two he wrestles, weeks before he's the Olympic trials. And a half. Exactly. So yeah. it might actually be better to be 41, keep his weight down. Not if it's a big cut, dude. You're going to make him it go through. a big cut. All right. Next weight class. <laughs> 174. No, it's 74. <laughs> 74. You know, this weight kind of la- locked, uh, lacked um, a little bit, a little, uh, there wasn't quite as much firepower. Well, I guess, I guess there was. There wasn't. It, it was just, the, the story of this weight class was, where the hell did, um, Logan Massa um, come from. He's just no a idea. freestyle guru, dude. I, I have no idea. Look, he was phenomenal his freshman year of college. Has not done right. that well since, so I, I don't know. So he had to wrestle in the, in the quarterfinals. Mr. Freestyle himself, right? Anthony Valencia, the guy who's the freestyle wizard. Logan Massa teched him 18-8. to eight. And he was – Massa was doing a lot of things that – a lot of things that do translate to folk style, but he was doing a shit ton of things that don't. And that goes to show me that he's just a really good freestyler. His most impressive win for me was his win over Nazar Kolchiski. Oh. I thought that was super impressive. He beat and him he up. beat him up. Well, Absolutely beat him up. And then beating beat Makai Lewis, uh, junior world uh, gold medalist, turning NCAA champ. I, I, uh, put it this way. From the, from the time that he hit Valencia on, I was probably favoring the other guy just because Anthony Valencia's had some good freestyle success. And he, he went out there, and not only did he prove me wrong, he made it, he made it look um, – he made me look silly – um, he he was he was really offensive. He was really offensive, really low level type stuff that he was able to get to. Um, he was able to expose people in different ways that, uh, y- y- you know, that, that like I said, don't translate necessarily to folk style. He didn't look like a different wrestler to me. He just looked like he was utilizing all of the skills he already has, but he was firing on all cylinders. Uh, look, I mean, we can't we can't. <laughs> There's no denying that Massa was extremely impressive at this tournament, though I I will say that I don't think we saw anybody in this tournament at this weight class that is going to be top three at Olympic trials. That would be top three at Olympic trials because it's such a brutal weight class with some high-level guys that are standing up. Well, you got Imar Dake and JB. JB. Yeah. Yeah. So I would like to see see a match between Imar and Makai Lewis, though. At some point in time, I think Imar. I, I, the Imar I've just seen recently would smash him. I think so too. Smash. But I think Makai Lewis. Um, I think he's going to have a say in this weight class in the future. The more experience and the more training oh, he great. gets, he's, he's phenomenal. He's, he's a redshirt sophomore. Goes out there and he's he's um, just. I mean, he, he had a great win against Chance Marshall, a guy he's never beaten before. Right. And then he beats. Then he beats a very veteran Tommy Gant. So, um, I, I think that. 
I think Makai Lewis is the future. Like, you know, children are our future, and so is Makai Lewis. <laughs> you went chi- there, huh? Children child. are the future. You know, he's, he's still a child, and he's my future. But, um, you know, it, it didn't. he's not my child, I don't think. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm not quite sure we can rule that out definitively just yet. <laughs> there are some resemblances, but we'll, for, for all intents and purposes, we will assume he's not your child. Where is he from, Maryland? I did have a stint back. I did do a stint in Maryland at one point. <laughs> and, uh, it's, it's not, I'm not saying it's not possible. I'm not saying it's not possible. Uh, 84 kilograms, dude. What a weight class. I tell you what, this was some heavy hitting shit right here. Um, one of the matches I really enjoyed watching, um, round of 16 wise, was uh, uh, Aaron Brooks versus Max Dean. You know, Aaron Brooks, uh, if you guys don't know much about him, he's, uh, you probably know a lot about him. He gray shirted last year for Penn State, and they just pulled his red shirt, so he's going to be wrestling this year as a true freshman for him. 184. Yeah, he's, uh, he's, I think he took second in uh, the world and juniors, I think. Um, okay. uh, I, I can't remember. I, I know he's an age-level medalist. Going up, well, going up against a uh, returning um, NCAA finalist and uh, Olympic red shirt Max Dean, and he goes out there and he kind of announces himself with a really good match, 10-7. to 7. Really showed off his offense there. I think a lot of people need to be worried about him at 184 pounds this year um, because he's got really great offense. Um, and and I, I, I haven't seen him on bottom or top. Um, so I don't know if there's any deficiencies there, which we sometimes see with the younger wrestlers. Um, but he looked great. And then he goes out there and he beats Sammy Brooks. He beats Sammy Brooks, a guy who's just a bull. Yeah, and that's what I was gonna that's what I'm thinking about when you're you're talking about his match or his his, his run here between Dean and Brooks. I'm not as impressed with his win over Max Dean just because we haven't seen Max Dean on the freestyle circuit much at all. Uh, Max Dean had a hell of a season last year collegiately. He's a great wrestler, a two-time hell, All-American. Yeah, two-time All-American. Had a hell of an NCAA tournament, um, <laughs> knocking off Miles Martin, making the finals before losing to to, to Foster, who who you know he had, he had had a lot of success over you know up until then or up you know, up right. up until the last few times they wrestled. So I'm not that win doesn't surprise me as <laughs> but much. But then you got a battle. Aaron Brooks is seasoned in this style. But then you see what he does against Sammy Brooks. That's impressive. He's just a bull. Uh, yeah, and he beats him 15 to nine. They definitely exchanged some scores, but Aaron Brooks was the better wrestler there. I was excited to see him against Zahid Valencia, but only only because I, I mean I thought, I thought Zahid was going to win, but only because hey, this could be a match. Let's see what he can do. This, this could be an NCAA finals match. It could. I mean, I think we've been talking uh, all along right now. Who's number two at 184? Yeah, All right. who's, who's, who's number, number two, two? Work for, and I think it might be Aaron Brooks. You think so? I think I, no, I don't know yet. I, I I'd have to pull up the rankings and I'd have to really dive in deep. But I tell you what, he's gonna he's gonna be a player, and he he battled Zahid, but then he got a little chippy, uh, and he started talking to Zahid, and all Zahid did was point to the scoreboard. That's all you got to do. Yeah, that's all you got to do. And then Brooks goes, "I'm a pin you in March." <laughs> What's he thinking? You want to you want to rev up Zahid Valencia? You don't want to rev this dude rev this dude up. What is it like? What is it with Penn State guys at 184? First, Shakur says, "Oh, I didn't realize Zahid was at 184. It's going to make my national title all the more sweeter." Well, now Shakur's not there. Yeah, yeah, you ain't going up. You ain't you ain't winning it. Now Aaron Brooks says he's going to pin him in March. I ain't buying it. Okay. I ain't buying You're it. You're not. Okay. I'm not buying I just, it. I was wondering because for a minute there, I thought that you might be buying it. I ain't buying that. <laughs> but. Look, there's been there was another match in this tournament. Look, Deeringer. A lot of people oh. said Deeringer was like the second best. What seventy nine kilogram in the world well, behind Dake he potentially. Was. He and was. Our boy Miles Martin puts on a nice little run in this tournament and beats him. Ooh, I tell you what. Please Brandon, talk to me about it. I 
I get goosebumps just thinking about this match. So, um, Derringer was uh, so they wrestled at the Bill Farrell, and uh, it, it was uh, it was tied going into the second period, and Miles had taken him down. But then Derringer kind of blew it open, blew open the gap a little bit. We're like, okay, that's normally what would happen. But remember, Derringer's going up some kilos here. You know, he's going up seven kilos. That's a lot of weight. This match, Derringer was winning on criteria, and Miles took him down with like four seconds to go with a low-level shot. Derringer sprawls. As Derringer comes up, Miles goes hard lefty under or hard righty underhook to a lefty ankle pick. Ankle picks him with the hook and it, falls it was like sweet. to land on his leg. It was sweet. To finish it, to win the match. I oh my God, that was crazy. Because that's a that's an elite level win. That's a huge win. That's a win that I think shows you that Miles Martin could be and, and then if you look at his, his next match, but um, and we'll get to that. But that that win right there shows you that Miles Martin belongs on the senior level circuit. Um, that, some would say, go ahead, finish that. He actually probably was our best chance at being our rep last year at um, at eighty six when Mr. Pat Downey represented us. But remember, Miles pissed down his leg in the semis against um, Downey when he was up like seven one, and then Downey beat Heflin in the finals. Yeah. Well, Miles already beat Heflin seven zero here. If Miles didn't piss down his leg, and I hate to use that expression, if Miles didn't blow that match, he probably would have beat Heflin, and he would have been our rep. For he would have already been a world team member. So I think that we've got to realize that he's there. He's not gonna. He's not as good as um, Jaden Cox and David Taylor, um, and he's a step behind. Only one step though behind Zahid Valencia, but he's there. Okay. So yeah, and Ben, I. Really don't disagree with anything you said there. Um, I wasn't one of the people that thought Miles Martin would have been our best rep at 86 last year. I actually thought it was Nick Heflin. Unfortunately, Pat Downey got the job done against him. So Pat Downey, Pat Downey ended up being. Yeah, I wouldn't say unfortunately you know, because I'm, Pat Downey deserved, yeah, earned yeah, everything. I don't mean it like unfor- unfortunately to my predictions and my thoughts, right. basically. Yeah, Pat Downey um, deserved. Pat Downey got the job done. All right, well deserved. Um, I, I do agree with with you uh, that. This tournament for Miles Martin does prove that he does belong on the senior circuit. He does have a future for the United States um, on the international level, and he he is right there with some of the best guys in our country. Now, just like we talked about earlier with McKenna and Diakamahalis, I'm going to right now. I need to see see more of this with Miles Martin. If he was to wrestle Derringer ten times, I don't think he's going to beat him. I would I would probably take, pick Deeringer seven to eight out of ten times. I'd probably go eight. You, okay, I'd probably you know, and I don't mean that any disrespect to Miles Martin. Um, but we never know. You know, he can be able to. He'll be able. He'll be able to continue to improve as well. One hundred percent. He's at the Ohio RTC. I just need to see it more. Yeah, the training Ohio RTC. with Cox, training with Desi. Historically with known Colin to produce Moore. world medalists and Olympic champs yeah. and world champs. I mean, look, Ohio RTC is where it's at, guys. It's a fact. It's science. Yeah, I mean, you know, <laughs> honestly, I only think that it got better when Snyder left. <laughs> All right, because we got right. Cox, we're losing credibility. Yeah, Zahid <laughs> um, though, but also he he, dude, his match with Nate Jackson. This is where I I get so invested that my heart breaks for some of these people. So if you follow Nate Jackson on like Instagram and Twitter and stuff, he one does, of the best dudes you're ever yeah, gonna meet. He does these funny videos, cram videos where he's shooting doubles and he's like talking about what he's thinking about when he's hitting these matches or hitting hitting these shots. He goes out there. And with 26 seconds left, he's down 2-0, and he takes the heat down with a single leg, finishes behind, and all he's got to do for like 20 – they bring him back up with like 16 seconds left, and all he's got to do is hold him off 
couldn't do it. Zahid mm. falls on that leg because just level change. You know that those long ass arms from Zahid gets to his leg, takes him down with like three or no, gets a um. It was either a caution in one or a step out uh, with like three seconds left. And Jamie Jackson had the match won. Oh man, he had the match. You could see and, the pain that I saw in his face hurt me. It hurt me physically and to see that pain. Nate, Nate Jackson's known as just being a good human being. I had the pleasure of meeting his family at his last NCAA championships. Uh, by family, yeah. I mean mom, wife, kids, family. Um, That's right. He's and married people. Kids. Yeah. Oh yeah. And people. Let's not forget Nate Jackson was is one of only two people two people ever to beat Bo Nickel in college. The other That's be right. Miles Martin. That's so right. Nate Jackson has the goods, but. First of all, do we do we know for sure what weight Jaden Cox is going? Has he said it? No. Okay, so he, we don't. It, he, he said that he doesn't want anybody to know until he shows up. Perfect, perfect. Or when he, until when they have to register. All right, so right now, I'm making the assumption that he's going 86 because right. that's where I want to see him. I want to see him... I want to see him beat up on another Penn State guy, <laughs> keeping him from making an Olympic team. I want him um, at 97, hot dog. I want him at 86. But David, David Taylor's better than Snyder. Yeah, I'm not... How many Olympic gold medals does David Taylor have? Yeah, you're right. Okay, I'm, I'm just let's not forget, dude. Dude, he beat Yazdani. and Snyder beat Sajalai. He's like the only dude in the world to beat him in like 20 years. I know, I know. You know, I'm just saying. Am I being a little bit of Snyder had more NCAA titles? You are being Snyder a pouty, pouty pants. Look, <laughs> dude, it's a business, man. He's doing what's best for him. Does it hurt? We've Does it sting? About of course, but yeah. let's not, yeah, stop. The point I'm making is let's make let's make the assumption that you're going to have Jaden Cox, David Taylor. At this weight class, Zahid, Derringer, Martin, They're, those Ooh. all all those guys are still steps behind those guys. Okay, I think Zahid is the closest. Actually, I would say Derringer is probably the closest. Was Zahid very very much equal to him? Yeah, Derringer beat up okay. on Zahid last time they wrestled. Yeah, and, and look at the matches that Zahid, or Derringer has given a guy like Kyle Dake. They're always close, always hard fought. Um, Derringer's proved it. Out there, and some of these, you know, uh, highly respected and you know, very ch- tough uh, senior international tournaments. Um, but, but do either of those guys really have a ch- shot against you know the David Taylor, Jaden Cox? No, that's, that's, that's and I don't think so is. either. Um, but you, I'm pumped to see what Miles Martin did. It's exciting. Um, I bet his confidence is sky high right now. I bet it's probably renewed that fire with him, um, especially considering how his collegiate career ended. Right. So absolutely, it's, it's awesome. It's great. And, and then, and then the not dead yet category. You know who had a hell of a tournament was Brett Farr. He beat Drew Foster seventeen to six. Then he loses narrowly to um, Derringer two to one. And then on the backside, he did a little bit of work. Let me just get there real quick. I apologize. Um, he beats uh, Max Dean and Nick Hevlin and Aaron Brooks. That's a nice little run on the backside, too. Brett Farr, not dead yet. So, congrats to you, Brett Farr. You qualified your... for the Olympic team trials. You did. Olympic so, congrats trials. to you. Sorry. Yeah. I, I'm just saying that I, I like to talk about wrestling, and I thought that Brett Farr had a really nice tournament. Okay. So, get off my back. I'm, I'm off your back. 97. Sick of crap. <laughs> don't think just because it's your birthday I won't bitch smack. I will, I will open hands smack no, you on the No, I, I'm expecting it, actually. <laughs> um, 97 is strange, bro. Strange. Does, does anybody else think that um, Derek White just looks completely different down at 213 pounds? Well, yeah, you don't. You don't need to take protein through syringes. I guess. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. That's, that's I'm joking. That was all in jest. That was a joke. I, I have no proof that Derek White takes protein that uses protein powder. <laughs> Holy shit! Does he look a little different down there? No, he he. It just. He, I, I'm surprised he made the cut. To be honest with you, he was never that. All right. 
He was pretty big. Yeah. He got pretty big. But <laughs> listen, let, let's get off this, man. Mad props to Hayden Zilmer. Here's a dude Ooh, that, I mean, baby, Hayden Zilmer, good. he's a competitor, and I respect him. Him and Joe, you remember him and Rao did the, the freestyle and Greco yep. at the same time? I love it. Um, Zilmer's hard not to root for. He has got a freaking head pinch and chest wrap that is just gnarly. He put more in it twice. And, I, I mean, more should have won this weight class. Oh, my God. more gave it up. He did. I'm not going to take anything away from Zilmer, but more. why, why does Colin Moore? Struggle in these big time moments. Like he puts this. himself in stupid fucking positions. Like, hey, you know Hayden Zilmer is gnarly at Greco, and he can he's gonna do a standing head pinch on you for four. I'm putting an f bomb jar on this table for right. next podcast. And, and Moore just freaking gets put in a headlock against him, and Zilmer just pinched him up twice. That's Moore the savviness. Looks... That's the savviness of a guy like Zilmer who's been competing on this circuit for a while now. Yeah, but before that, Moore looked awesome. He beats Derek White. He beats Kyvan Gadsden. People tend to forget, you know, people, I think, I think a lot of people do respect Kyvin Gadsden and his abilities, but I think some people forget that Kyvin Gadsden is a legit contender. He's been our number two at 197 oh, dude. for years. I remember. Behind Snyder. I vividly remember when he went and ate some ice cream after winning a national title. Right. And Colin Moore, oh my God. Colin Moore, his duck under. His little, like, I call it a duck double. The duck double. Everybody calls yeah. it different things. We've called it the duck double for the last, yeah. yeah. It is a thing of beauty. And then not only has he been doing that, but he's gotten back to that carry that is, he's been down. He's catching people with that carry again, even when they see it coming. So he'll catch him with that carry. They get a little nervous, so he starts working those elbows because they don't want him to get an inside tie. So they fight out of that inside tie, and whoop, then he goes for their duck. So it's carry setting up his duck. And then he's also got a little bit of low-level attacks, almost a la Mimar. Like you can tell that they've been working out a little bit. Right. Because he's got a little Mimar in him. Um, and, and and he just looked he looked phenomenal. I thought that he was going to win it. Zilmer Zilmer looked great. Zilmer, you know, his his road wasn't quite what um, the win over Ty Walls Moore's is impressive. Was, but yeah. I think the win over Ty Walls sure. because Ty Walls was a guy. He was a big guy. All right, Zilmer was not as big in college. That to me that and Ty, Ty Walls has actually had some success since he graduated wrestling freestyle. Um, I thought that was a very cool win. Um, obviously, he got the job done against Colin Moore. So back to 97, man. I mean, I still don't see any of these guys really making noise come Olympic trials. No. No. You know? it's, either, it's either Cox or Schneider. Where does Nickel go? 97. 97. And I think Did that's going to... qualified? Did he qualify the Bill Farrell? No. He didn't. Who, who won 97 at Bill Farrell? I forget. But anyways. It I wasn't thought... Nickel? I thought Nickel won. Nickel's qualified somehow. Oh, he's qualified because he won U23s. Oh, uh, duh. duh. All right, yeah. So I mean, that's a, a quite a trio at the top of 97 kilograms. Yes. You know, and I think Nichols a sleeper. Yeah. And that's a, you know. I mean, he almost beat well, Gordon I mean, Ryan or whatever his face was in judo. When we said Kyle Snyder and who else? No, he did not almost beat I Gordon Ryan. It was a Ryan. joke. It's what people were saying. Oh, my God. He had a Wrestling beat. Twitter people. Oh, God. It was just so, like. I was so So you've done annoyed. BJJ for years. Ten years. Yeah. Submission grappling, ten years. I'm sorry. You've Bo Nickel, competed. yeah. Never ne- never you was. You won the ADCCs. I did not. Senior division. I did not. Uh, I've had the pleasure and the privilege to train against with some very high level people. Um and, and You've trained against guys that have wrestled at the A- or grappled at the ADCCs, haven't you? No. Didn't Tom no. Meyer go over there? No, I think he competed in the uh the the the, the 
the challenge tournament to get there. Okay, didn't quite so, make it. Okay. Um, but irregardless, <laughs> look. People were like, Bo Nickel had him, he chucked him, and then. Oh, that suplex. Dude, it Gord- it's Gordon Ryan, right? Yeah, Gordon Ryan gave him the suplex. He wanted the. I think I said Dylan Ryan. The match is- <laughs> to go to the ground. <laughs> I'm just, anyway, yeah. we're getting way off topic. But, so who are the players at 97? Snyder? Snyder, Nickel. potentially Cox, Gadsden, Moore, and um, Nickel. Those, those are, and Zilmer. What? And that Zilmer, was obviously. Super rude not to say his name. Um, I think those are probably your top dogs. I think that, but the problem is, I think there's only one of two people that, get, that are going to be the guy. Right. It's going to be Snyder or it's going to be Cox. And if Cox isn't we there, Nickel is the Nick- sleeper. Nickel is the sleeper. But we saw what Cox did to Nickel last time, last year. Right. That was last year, though. All right. A lot's changing. Obviously, he's getting bigger. So I, I, I don't know. I still think it's if Cox is at eighty six. I mean, it's Kyle Snyder's weight class to lose. You think? You think Nickel? I think Snyder presents way too many problems against Nickel. He's just such a bull in a china shop. He is, but I think Nickel's athleticism and funkiness. Kind of catch him for like a hook whip or something. Those funky situations where you get in a scram and you and you expose expose your opponent's back, right? Just real quick. Those add up, especially if it comes from your feet. One hundred percent. Talking four. One hundred percent. I think Nickel is the sleeper. In that weight class at ninety seven, um, I'm go- still I'm going to assume that Cox is at eighty six. I would love to see a match between him and Snyder. Oh my god! I'll pay they can't. Watch. They can't be. They cannot be training together Who? in Pennsylvania at Penn State. Nickel and and and, and, and Snyder. Snyder. Not if they're competing. No. I don't know. Don't know. Don't care. All right. All I care about is Jaden Cox. Who I, I'm rooting for him no matter what way he goes. Is that is that is that stupid of me? Now that he's affiliated with Ohio RTC to root for him over Snyder because Snyder left. No. I think that that's just the way it is. No. Now, when, when now, everybody slaps whoever, on the USA swing, whoever wins forever. the weight class, I will support 100%. I will support 100%. There's some right. guys I will begrudgingly support, but I will support 100%. Agreed. So let's wrap up this uh, senior nationals, man. 125. I thought that we would potentially see um, um, Gable here. That's another big story, real quick. Why don't we just get? Why don't we just dive into that real quick before we finish one twenty, uh, hundred twenty-five kilograms? Gable Stevenson is uh, Stevenson. Stevenson is is uh, back wrestling back. for the Gophers. He's back. Um, you so know, it makes we, me wonder because I've seen nothing about like investigation completed or anything like that. Nothing from that perspective. I did. They said. Oh, they, you did. Yeah, the prosecutor came out and said that there wasn't enough evidence. Okay. To, to okay. Okay. Thank you. So they said no charges will be. Brought. No charges. So reinstated. Now he's back wrestling. I think the even bigger story is. Anthony Kassar's injury mm. at this tournament and how that impacts Penn State, how that impacts Anthony Kassar. I mean, what, is he going to get an eighth or ninth year of eligibility? Yeah. I, I don't know what's well, going on. He's already got a year tomorrow. He's got tomorrow. He's got a year next year. Yeah, that he, he said he it. didn't know if he was even going to take. Right, and, you know? and also, if he wants to fight, you know, I don't know, how much, I don't know how much longer he's going to want to put that shoulder at risk. Because I think wrestling— He's had that shoulder. For, the shoulder's bothered right. him for a long time. Wrestling is probably harder on your shoulder than fighting. You, you've never you, been in Omoplata. I'm, I'm, well, I'm asking. I'm asking. Okay, I guess that was a question mark. No, in fact, uh, I think. Yeah, if you consistent get grinding. Yes, wrestling is much harder on your shoulders. Um, I think you know, obviously, MMA and and and, and jujitsu and all that. You know, it, all it takes is is one move to to, to dislocate your sure, shoulder. You, you can dislocate I mean? anything. But it, it, let's get back to this. So Gable's back. Kassar's got this injury. What does that do to Penn State's national title chances? And. Uh, how, how does one? How does you know heavyweight shape up in college after this? So, so, so we don't know the extent of Kassar's injury. We don't. We know that he has had shoulder injuries in the past. It's been well documented, and I'm not just talking about on social media. 
it's been written about, right? I mean, you know, there's been articles about it, but that's because that's the reason why he'd been out for so long. And we know watching that match that <clears throat> um, there was an issue with his shoulder, with the shoulder that he had surgically repaired. Okay, so if I put two and two together, I know that it's I've never had a, an injury like that, but I know that it's probably not a good situation that if an injury that had kept you out of the lineup for a couple years, it's plagued that it's plagued you that you've had surgery on before. If you injured that again, if you need surgery, it's done, it's right? Because I do know that your ligaments get worse every time it slips out, right? They become a little less strong unless you get surgery. So this isn't good for Anthony Gasar, and it's unfortunate. Okay, let's start by saying So who that. are they going to f- – Seth okay. Nevels. Seth Nevels, obviously, because uh, Kirk Flea is not eligible. He won't be eligible to next year. Oh, uh, Penn State fans want him to be. Uh, but he's not. I mean, last I, last I understood. Um, I couldn't imagine this, he This weight be. class was kind of cool. Shit. It was a great way. It was class. a great way. Hats off to Dom, the freaking. Uh, Dom Bradley. Dom Bradley, who's just been doing this stuff for years. Yeah. Winning this weight He's class. He's a grinder, baby. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, He's a big boy, too. He's got man strength. If the injury keeps Kassar out of wrestling this year for Penn State, I think that, that Iowa now becomes, in my opinion, like a 90% favorite. Okay. I wouldn't go ninety, but I would. I would say they're. I, I don't. That's why I'm saying I don't know if they need Ironman. And maybe that's okay. Maybe that's. So I, 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 can we agree on sixty percent favorite? Oh yeah, seventy percent favorite. Yeah, definitely for sure. a legit favorite. I'll split the um, split the middle with you and go split the middle. All right. Um, and while we're talking about college and the impact that this has on college, does that make Gable the front runner? Are you ready to pencil him in as a front runner? <laughs> yeah. Or has Mason Paris made jumps this year that that says he has a chance to hang with Gable? I mean, sure, Mason Paris has made jumps. He has. I think it's obvious. But and there's also a guy named Cassiope. Yeah, they're not as good as Gable Stevenson. They're just not as good as him. Um, the only person that gave, gave Gable Stevenson a match last year was Kassar. And Paris is as close to Kassar as anybody, but he's not quite as, I don't know, he's just not quite as, I, w- I don't want to say quite as big. Maybe he's not quite as big. But he just doesn't have quite the... Um, the extreme lightweight looking leg attacks that Kassar has. Um, Why do you think Paris is closer to Kassar? I, I had been thinking about this, and I, I thought Paris stylistically was closer to Gable. Well, they're, yeah, I guess they're all, they're all athletic heavyweights that can wrestle. Right. Right, they can scramble. So, so maybe they all are the same. I guess what I'm just saying is that these – we don't see the traditional Bobby Telfords right now. No, in, we in don't. heavyweight. No. They're not having as much success. Okay, the ones that are having success are the lighter guys around two forty, two, you know, two fifty and under that that have capabilities to have go to leg attacks. If you have a go to leg attack that you can finish at a heavyweight, you're going to have a really good chance to to win it. Okay, and, and, the, and the people that do that right now are Gable, Paris, um, Kassar. Um, there's a couple other that Hilger's that pretty tough. I mean, obviously Hilger's tough at Wisconsin, but he's more of a he's, um, he's more of a traditional more of a bigger guy. Opinion. You know the. the the one thing I just can never get out of my head related to Gable is the mental aspect and how it just looked like he broke in, in, in the match with Kassar and just gave up and didn't go after it. Yeah. Does he have the mental fortitude if a guy – and I'll just use Paris as, a, as an example. If a guy like Paris is in his face the whole time, not giving up, not backing down, not getting bullied, and is able to take him down. Yeah, he does. He does, in my opinion. Yes, you're right. We've we've talked about this before. Um, he's he's the bully. Okay, Gable's a bully. I don't mean that in a bad way. I'm the man. He's a bully. 
And um, when he got bullied back against Kasari, kind of broke broke down a little bit. I got to imagine that they've worked on that out there in Minnesota. His ability to uh, stay mentally tough in those tight matches. Um, and he and he's just he's a better wrestler than Mason Paris. Oh, and I don't dispute so, that at I all. Mean, I, think I don't that's dispute why, that at all. Yeah, I, I just don't see it. I just don't see it right now. Okay. So, I, I'm excited to watch him wrestle, and we're going to get the chance to do it this year. So definitely. I guess we'll get get to see where they how, how they stack up at, at that time. Um, it's a good weight class. It is a good weight class. Who are top reps at 125? We got Gwiz, right? Oh, yeah. Obviously, Don Bradley's going to be, you know, he's always in the mix. Um, I don't think he's there. Um, Gable hasn't qualified, has he? Um. Did he place at U23s? Did he wrestle at U23s? No. I don't know. I don't think I don't know if Gable's qualified. That'd shock me if he wasn't. This damn shit. He didn't wrestle at U23s. I thought it was Kirk that did. Kirk did. Yeah. Kirk, yeah, Kirk wrestled heavy at U, heavyweight at U23s. U23s. Yeah. Um, so who who are the other players? Who 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 are we thinking? Well, I think Kirk played. It's probably a player. Um, even though I know he lost to Tony Nelson. Tony Nelson. But, I, I mean, I think to, 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 if, if I had to choose who do I, who do I think has a chance I, I think that it's probably Gwiz And It's gotta be another Heavyweight Gable that's got, Yeah that's got, that's got some offense Gwiz and Gable And we saw that and, We did And Gwiz beat that Beat him up pretty good Last year Yeah I just outclassed him Yeah outclassed Really him. outclassed him Gwiz, Gwiz does not get the respect He deserves So Alright so the Look, men's freestyle wasn't the only thing that went on. I do want to touch base just a minute on the women's freestyle. Um, I, I think there was, uh, you know, some some great matches that took pl- took place at this tournament. You had the the the, the return of Alyssa Lamp. Alyssa Lampy's back. Yeah, Lampy's Lampy, back. She knocks off Victoria Anthony by criteria. Barn burner, man. At Fifty kilograms. Hats off to her. Um, I'm curious to see. That was really cool um, to see her come back. And also, man, I loved because look, this this girl was one of my favorite girls to watch the last couple of years in college. Um, Dominique Parrish wrestled for Simon Fraser. Um, I love the fact that she finally came out on top. You know, she wins fifty three kilograms. Um, How about Catherine Shy taking third, qualifying for her fourth? Shy is just a, she's an amazing story. She's qualified for her. I think I saw on Twitter fourth. Her I think it was fourth, fourth Olympic, Olympic trials. trials. She's never made the Olympic this, team. This girl, yeah, but this girl been doing it for years. So. Yeah. Look, she, she just she had a baby. Yeah, like a year ago. She's cool, man. She is. She's done more for the sport of women's wrestling than uh, a lot of people, and 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 I hope people know her. She's name. a great ambassador, and she's for the, doing it, it well. She's wrestling, and not only is she doing that, she's wrestling at a really high level. You know what? Maybe she's not the best at the weight. You know, if we're, if we're just talking turkey here, I'm sure she believes she is, which is oh, that's what you need to do. She's not the best at the weight, but I tell you what, she's been competitive. She was even competitive last year. She wrestled in the final X. She did. So she did. this girl's been competitive for a long time. Uh, shout out to her. 57 kilograms for the women. That bracket got flipped upside down, and you had some pretty big names in this, in this bracket. Um, you know, Kelsey Campbell, Gracie Figueroa. I mean, Gracie is the truth. Who'd Figueroa beat? Figueroa beat somebody big. She knocked off. She beat Campbell, Campbell. first. She knocked off Campbell. I think Campbell was a top seed, wasn't yes, she? Yes. She, she was top seed. Round. Yeah, knocked off Campbell, but then goes out and loses to Gallegos. Um, and I'll be honest with you, I'm not familiar with Gallegos. Um, there was a lot of other really, really tough uh, women in this weight class. Um, Ward is super tough. Uh, Hedrick is super tough. Nettie is super tough. Um, and Nettie actually won the weight class. Yes, she did. She did. I she mean, came from the three spot and dominated her way this, until, this whole, until the semifinals. I, and I'm shocked. Man, Gracie finished eighth. 
And Gracie is legit. I mean, she's won so many freaking medals on the the international. I'm wondering age group. if she uh, did she forfeit out or did she just drop it. Anyways, keep going. No, I don't know. Um, so you know, obviously, you know, at 62 kilograms, um, Emma Bruntiel wins this weight. I did Don't know not much about peg her. her to win this weight, especially when you got, you know, people like Macy Kilty and Julia Salata, um, Maya Nelson. So Maya um, Nelson had to forfeit, or you know, injury default in the finals against Brutini. Ah, uh, Brutil, Bruntil. Uh, Bruntil, sorry. Brutini. I'm sorry. Bruntil. I- I'm very sorry. But hats off to Julia Salata, finishing fourth, qualifies for the yeah. Olympic trials. And Macy Kilty, she's kind of a a, a younger. Um, individual, isn't she? Like yeah. I know she's been doing this for she's a while. She's been doing it for a while, but um, I think that she's gonna have something to say about some world teams here. All right, sixty-eight. This one, Molinari. She's the one seed. Whose weight class is this? Well, let's not forget <laughs> that this is the weight class that Tamira went out there and won a world championship. You have to remind me who. Okay, t- Tamira is. Um, well, I'm not gonna remind you. Molinari wins this weight class. It, it it is a tough field, especially when you have world team member. Victoria Francis in this weight as well. Molinari was a world team member this year as well. Yeah, um, Victoria Francis and Molinari and Tamir Mensa were all world team members at different weights. Correct. Um, you had Alex Glade, who I believe won a bronze medal at U23s um, last year. Uh, so there were some tough people in this weight class. Molinari pins Francis in the finals Quick. quickly and then turns, t- turns to Tamira, who is announcing this match on flow. And looks at her and says, this is my weight class. Forrest <laughs> <laughs> Molinari reminds me I a disagree. lot of Thomas Gilman. Really? They're both, they're Hawkeyes. They talk a lot of shit. Um, you know, Forrest Molinari, she's got her LFG. That's the thing where she said, let's effing go. Uh, this is what we do. You know, it's kind of like a, I wrestle for the Hawkeyes. She's fun yeah, to listen yeah. to. Yeah, no, I'm not dissing her. No, but, but I I'm mean, just saying, that's ballsy. Bro, looking at, Tamir Menza has won Euregan more times than, I, than I've uh, taken a shit today. Um and <laughs> Jesus, okay. And um, she also, also has a world title. She was a world title last year and rolled to a world title, one hundred percent. And then she took a third, a bronze, the year before that. And I don't think anybody in the states has been able to touch her no. in a while. And Forrest was a rep last year, and she did not medal. She was a rep, not at this weight, but another right. weight. Yes, and she did not medal. So for her to look at Tamira after she wins and says, "This is my weight." Ooh, baby, I like. I it like the, the confidence. I do like the confidence for the storyline. Um, I don't think Tamir Menza. Where's that disagree shook. button? I need that disagree yeah, button. Yeah, oh. I don't think Tamir Menza is too shook, son. Tamir Menza has got her. her Tamir Menza stock. Excuse me, when, by the way. When she was yeah, yeah. Menza stock, uh, yeah. and when she was announcing that match. It was almost, she was kind of surprised by it, like, oh, Yeah, she just okay. started laughing. And the, the guy that was announcing with her was like, you know, so blah, blah, blah. And she's like, well, I'm kind of biased. And he's like, why don't you stick around for a little bit and talk? And she's <laughs> yeah. like, Ugh. Yeah, well, um, Menza Stock man. is amazing. And Menza Stock is, it's Menza Stock's weight. Right. Congrats, so. Molinari. Yeah. Great tournament. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll see if you can get it done. And then at 76, man. I'll be rooting for Menza Stock. Uh, <laughs> not a lot of women in this weight class that I really know much about. Um, I know Precious Fiske, Bell was a backup for um, somebody. Um or she was, um, she'd made. Uh, I think she was Victoria Francis's training partner, if I'm not mistaken. Victoria Francis was it Francis partner? or was it Tamir? I thought that um, it was Adeline Gray. Okay, who she lost. Oh, it to. is 76. I thought she lost to Adeline Gray last year, but she was like second. In that, that might be. I think she wrestled her in final legs. Um, she is a very, she is tall. She is physical. I mean, yeah. she is a physical specimen. She wins the weight class. Congrats to her. Um, so she's gonna qualify. 
She qualified for the Olympic trials, man. <laughs> this is my weight. <laughs> my people love to rile it up. I like it. I like it, but I was shocked. Like, I was shocked. Especially to Menza, who's, like, never done a bad thing to anybody. No. She's, like, the nicest, sweetest person. She got diarrhea from eating too many Skittles. <laughs> According to Jakara uh, Winchester. Jakara. That's so great. <laughs> I love Menza. Stock. Well, you know what? You know what? Um, and, I'll, and I'll leave it with this. And Jakara put, uh, put a really uh, uh, timely tweet out today, or it might have today or yesterday. Um, it was a picture of some of the women from the um, freestyle team, from last year's freestyle team. It, it says, when you're... When you're uh, something like idols uh, and teammates become rivals, it's talking about the attrition of weight classes for the That's exactly what it is. You know, these people that used to be your idols, these people that used to be your teammates, are now your rivals. And you know what? You can be friends with them if you'd like, and that's fine. But I tell you what, when it's time to go, there's no love lost. There's no room for that. There's no love lost. You need to put the best squad out there. So we're going to see some freaking. Really, I think even more with the women than we are the men. We're going to see some, with that attrition of those weight classes, we're going to see some multi, multiple world medalists, world team members wrestling each other just for like spots in the semis. And I finals. think in both styles, you're going to see some crazy, crazy weights at the Olympic team trials. Still more qualifiers to be had. To, to shake things up even more. Uh, I'm looking forward to watching it. You know what, though? And I, I, I'm not going to pretend like I know the rules or the politics behind it, but look, can we get up? Can we get rid of the second bronze medal and just bring back some weight classes? I, I wish. Okay, I wish we could. But they want more countries to win medals. Yeah, it'd be different. You'd have to get, you'd have to kind of redo Repesha. Let's, let's do it. Yeah, I know. Let's redo it. I want full wrestlebacks. Just not a, not enough time. All right, let's go ahead and start wrapping this stuff up. You know, a lot of wrestling going on right now, a lot of college wrestling going on right now. Loving this it. This is the time of the year when the college season heats up. You've got the Midlands going on right now, South Beach duels going on right now. The scuffle starts New Year's Day, and then after that we get into a lot of the conference duel season. Um, and this is where, you know, the, you, know you, you start to see some separation in some weight classes. Um, we got the Midlands quarters are getting ready to start sometime soon as we're recording. Um, yeah. Some interesting weight classes at the Midlands. There's some. You know, one, Spencer Lee, he's already back on that horse, wrestling in Midlands. Looking um, dominant. You know, he's, he's going to roll there. Uh, 133, though. Um, there's a potential um, uh, Seth Gross, Sebastian Rivera quarter, I believe. It is. No, it's a semi. A semi, semi. yeah. Semi, yeah. yeah potential Sebastian you got DeSanto on top. Gross yep. and uh, Rivera down on the bottom half of the bracket. Whoever I mean, comes out of that one's going to be arguably a could be the top three guys in the country at that weight. Arguably, whoever wins, it's going to be number one. Well, yeah, I mean, DeSanto is currently number one, right? right. Uh, I, I, I really want to see a Gross DeSanto rematch. Oh yeah, but I, I wouldn't mind seeing Rivera go after DeSanto too. Oh, just, you can't go wrong. You really can't go wrong. Who you got out of those three coming through? I, I think it's easy to pick Gross, but right now I'm going to keep riding the DeSanto train, man. Give, give me the DeSanto you know, train. train. The way he looked and how he beat Gross when he did, that wasn't a fluke. It wasn't, you know, he caught him. I he mean, took the match to him. Yeah, he, he beat Gross in Gross's best positions. Took him down with multiple, very, you know, attacks. Gross yeah. is going to have to find a way to steal a takedown and ride him for about eight minutes. Yeah. You know. Agreed. Um, 149, Austin O'Connor's back. I know he's wrestled a, couple, a little bit before. I think... Uh, uh, Spay from Float, or somebody from somebody tweeted out uh, recently that he, he's eight zero with eight uh, 
bonus point wins. So it's good to see Austin O'Connor back after that broken arm. Anything at 141? Kind of um, skip past that. N- yeah, n- n- it is kind of weak, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, Shakur Laney, he's, 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 back in the, he's back in action for Ohio. Uh, Sal Profashi, a transfer from Michigan. Um, um, he's 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 he made the court. He's gonna have Josh Heil. There's nothing. Yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing like a like a like a Max Muir and Tristan Moran match, but that wouldn't have happened until the finals. So yeah, and we've um, seen it. We've seen it, right? Um, Kendall Coleman could be wrestling uh, Caleb Young at 157. That'd be a nice one. Um, the, 157 is actually a pretty good weight class at this tournament. I mean, you got uh, Artelona. Yeah. Uh, wait a minute. What happened to our boy? Where's Deacon? Deacon didn't enter. He didn't enter. No. Deacon oh. didn't enter, Kemmerer didn't enter, and uh, um, there was another guy. Big oh, that's that right. Enter. All right, all right. Um, <laughs> and then Quincy Monday getting knocked off by Hartman, what, round of 16? Right, yeah. Interesting. Um, Justin Ruffin, dude I said watch out for earlier this year. He made the quarters. He's going to have a good one with Artelona. The Bulls look good at 165 so far, and I will. Well, I mean, he, David McFadden, Evan Wick, who you got? That's going to be a semi, dog. I'll take Evan Wick. I'll take McFadden. Okay. And, and, then, I'll, and then I'll take the bull. Yeah, I'm going to pick Marinelli, the bull, to win this weight class. I McFadden's beating um, the bull, though. And I'm going to, I think Evan Wick gets it done against McFadden. Yeah. Can't wait to watch. It'll be in the semis. I tell you what, you're right. Um, 74, Dylan Lighty's been really good this year. Um, you know, he's had a couple losses, but I wouldn't be surprised if he wins this tournament over Bryce Stewart, Tournament American. There's... I, there's not a lot for me to get excited about this weight classes other than what you just said, to be honest. Yeah. And then uh, Nelson Brands, um, Nelson Brands, Abe Asad, and Cash Wilkie were all entered at 184 for yep. Iowa. Wilkie, Wilkie lost to Johnny Sebastian. Again. Yep. Again. And um, Nelson Brands is going to have Braun a goal from Illinois. If Nelson, Brands can, if Nelson Brands makes the finals, it could be Taylor Lujan. I think that, that honestly, that, that would be a shock. Nelson Brands has Bronigal and Acid or Assad has Harvey in the quarters. If they both win, they'll meet in the semis. Yeah, and so, those are, and I'm, I'm I'm excited to see that. Yeah, so um, Nelson Brands, man. I mean, God, he's just not big enough though at 84, is he? Does it matter? I don't know. Well, I mean, we'll find out. Do you want a guy that might be slightly smaller, but is going to give you all he has and keep battling? Give me, a, yeah, I do. I don't know. Ninety-seven. Um, you know, we'll we'll see if, uh, potential Warner Bucky final uh, Brunner or Bruner and ILO could both play spoiler there for sure. I'm in interested the to see Bruner against Bucky. I want to see where, where Bruner is in his senior season after making the round of twelve last year. Yeah, they could both play spoiler for sure. And um, nice little uh, nice little heavyweight. Um, oh, dude, Cassiope uh, versus Cassiope Elam versus Elam. Elam was a junior world uh, silver, I believe. Cassiope's legit. Um, Jerry Hino versus uh, Carter Isley. Isley's been in and out of the rankings from Northern Iowa. But then you go to St- uh, Stencil. Um, he's wrestling against the guy who upset Hokett from Harvard. Yeah. Um, and Trent Hilger. So Stencil, Hilger, and probably, yeah, who knows, Hino. I'll take Hino and Cassiope, Cassiope to, to, yeah, for the semis. And those are going to be fire semis some, at that weight class. nice semifinals. Looking forward to that. So Midland's got some good semis this year, even for being a – wouldn't call it, quit call it down, but you know, for where they're at, uh, there's going to be some nice. It's a pretty semis, good tournament. So. It could have been even better had some guys not, uh, you know, not missed it this year. Um, you also got the South Beach duels going on right now. Already seen some upsets and some and some matches yeah. there. Uh, you know, Sedarian Perry with a nice win over Grant Leith. Uh, Leith seems Shows to that be all American. struggling a little bit at 141. Leith, yeah, yeah. Leith, he, he's taken some lumps lately at 141. Um, there, I believe there was some other upsets as well. 
that we've seen so far. Um, I like the South Beach duels. I want to go. We should. Just hanging out, wearing a man thong. Ooh, Our yeah. wives wouldn't let us go. They'd let us. We'd have to bring them. Oh. Unfortunately. All right. I'm just kidding. All right. Then you got the scuffle coming up as well. Always a good tournament to watch. You know, I wrestled um, in that scuffle. What's that? I wrestled in the scuffle. Yeah. How'd you do? I, I did. I wrestled in it. I made weight. Did you Did you win a match? Lost the Bobby Lowe first round. Did you get a takedown? Couple-time All-American from uh, Minnesota. Did you get a takedown? Yeah, I got some takedowns. All right. That's all that matters. Not against Bobby Lowe. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Listen, we're just babbling now. Uh, just happy to be back to the mic. Um, we're looking forward to the next podcast. Where we're probably It's going to be a real long one as we look back on Midland's in, scuffle boys. and the South Beach duel. So strap in or strap on whatever and the, get ready to whatever go. Whatever you want to do. <laughs> whatever you want to do. Um, Another awesome podcast, Brandon. Thanks for us doing it, baby. Yep. We hope everyone had a Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays and all that good stuff. Hope everyone has a great New Year, safe New Year, and until next time, don't wind up on your back, bros.